Thank you so much. Uh, this is a, a, a wonderful program. Uh, and it seems like every month I learn something new about Dickinson that is, uh, makes me proud to be here. Uh, did not, wasn't, wasn't, you know, born here or raised here. And, you know, these, these, these Methodist uh, bishops like to move us around every now and then. But I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm definitely glad to be here. Uh, before I, I give a brief, and, and I do mean brief, uh, word, just wanted to call your attention to a table that is directly behind me, straight ahead, white table, whole bunch of paper on there. Uh, since we've got some new faces, this first time here, uh, Faith is kind of heavily involved in the, the long-term recovery of uh, this county. Um, there is some, some paperwork out there. There's one like this, although it's in black and white. And then there's another like this that's also in black and white. December 4th, the uh, Texas General Land Office is rolling out its program uh, for homeowners assistance, those who are still um, recovering from the storm. I was shocked uh, this week to walk into somebody's house who still needs gutting done. Uh, stones throw away from here in this neighborhood. Uh, but the program rolls out December 4th. Uh, please take copies if you know somebody in need of assistance. This document tells you everything you need to know, uh, what paperwork they're looking for in order to apply for it. And this document uh, lists the process. There's also some brochures and flyers, stress how to deal with stress during these times. And even though the, the storm has long gone, the stress is still there. There's some documentation for that. Uh, we also uh, had an error uh, this year. We printed way too many Faith uh, UMC Dickinson calendars for 2019. Uh, so there's a whole bunch back there if you uh, desire um, to have one. Uh, please, please, <laughs> uh, uh, let us pray. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and there is none like you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Uh, so I've had an opportunity to watch a little more television than I usually do. Uh, I probably watch too much as it is, but uh, since we're in a break and the kids are home, I'm watching even more television than I normally would. And, uh, you know, when the kids have control of, of what's on the television, it's going to be some Peppa Pig, some, uh, 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 some uh, Frugals, some, uh, uh, a whole bunch of other things, but when I have control of it, it's on ESPN. <laughs> and I've just had the opportunity to watch uh, lately on ESPN three young men that were all recruited to Duke to play basketball. Uh, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish. Just watching them abuse, I mean totally abuse college players, and I watched Zion Williamson when he was in high school and the way he was 
doing 360 dunks and, and, and blocking shots and going coast to coast, just completely embarrassing uh, these, these poor, unsuspecting student athletes. Everybody said he wouldn't be able to do that when he got to college. The college game was going to be a lot tougher. The people were going to be bigger and stronger and faster, and he wouldn't be able to do that. But he did it anyway. He's playing against these people in college like he was in high school, and, and that made me think about it because Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish are most definitely one and done. Most definitely one and done. It's been about a decade since the National Basketball Association and the Players Union agreed to a rule that says that players either need to be 19 years old or be one year removed from high school before they were eligible for the draft. Article 10 of the collective bargaining agreement struck in, in 2006 contains the core of the agreement that has been known to, uh, as the one and done rule. So those young uh, men or, that were gifted with the genetics to, to dominate in, in basketball still have to wait one more year instead of going straight out the pros into high school. And so a player that graduates from high school plays one year of college and then bolts for the NBA is uh, to make all of that money. They're one and done. The rule almost certainly will be revised. Coaches both in the NBA and in college basketball don't like it, and the players don't like it either. Many older players do not believe that the kids coming into the league at 19 are ready for the showtime and the level of play that exists on the professional level. Uh, most 19-year-olds that declare for the NBA draft are not a Kobe Bryant or a LeBron James. Uh, but the kids don't like the rule because they feel it's their right to work and that's being unfairly restricted. If they come out of high school and can get a job in the NBA, if they're qualified, why not? But whatever the outcome of the rule, the expression one and done has moved away from uh, professional basketball and has gotten into the lingo of the, le the, the larger culture. Uh, today, that expression can be uttered in a variety of contexts. Uh, I have a 15-month-old. Uh, Y'all may have heard her out in the lobby. Uh, diapers are one and done. Uh, paper plates. I imagine we'll go through a whole lot of paper plates during this Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, some of us will go from house to house. Uh, some of us will have people at our houses. But I, I imagine those paper plates, one and done. You'll fill the plate with potato salad and turkey and baked beans and everything else. And you'll eat and toss the plate into a large container that will have another one and done device. Uh, uh, the, the plastic bag. Uh, a couple is considered one and done if they have a child and stop there. Uh, tournament teams that get to the first round of the playoff and constantly get eliminated, Dallas Cowboys, are one and done. Uh, in the U.S. Army, if someone decides to enlist and does not re-up 
uh, after their four or their six-year term is done, they are one and done. All of these different things that are one and done, but we've been in Hebrews uh, lately in the past three, uh, three weeks uh, at Faith, and we've been talking about a better one and done. Uh, we've been talking about that one and done of Jesus, the Christ. Uh, we were talking about this day of atonement over and over again where the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies to offer a sacrifice for the sins of themselves and the sins of the flock that they were responsible for. But they had to keep doing that over and over and over and over again. Every year the day of atonement came and the, the day of atonement would come and the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and offer a sacrifice on behalf of the sins of the people. But then Jesus came along. He lived a life that we could not live, died a death that we could not die, and became a perfect sacrifice, a ransom for our lives. And when he did it, he did it one time, and that was enough. One and done. He had to play both the role of high priest and sacrifice, but when he did it, he did it once and was done. He acted as a high priest once and was done. He offered himself as a sacrifice on a hill called Calvary. One and done. Typically, these priests were never one and done. They were always offering those things, but because Jesus did it and he did it right, it was one time and once was enough. Paul told the uh, church at Philippi uh, in, in the book of Philippians 4, 4 through 7, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be made known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That is something to be thankful for during this time because Jesus came to the earth once and was done. He died once and was done. And on the third day, he rose from the grave once and was done. But that is not where the story ends. Jesus is coming back again. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he lives and reigns. And when he lives and reigns, he's not one and done for that. He's the one who was and is and is to come. So he is not one and done. And because he is not one and done for that, we ought not to be one and done for that. There is still work to be done with the ministerial alliance, so we cannot allow that to be one and done. There's still work to be done with the interfaith group, so we can't allow that to be one and done. We have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for myself. If, if anybody else doesn't have a reason to be thankful, I'm thankful that the very place where you sit was once enveloped in two feet of water. The, the, the chairs that you sit in were pews that fell apart, and we had no insurance. But I am thankful that God saw a way to provide for us, and we're able to continue to worship in this building. I can, I'm pretty sure if we passed a microphone around, everybody here would have a story about, if not themselves, having a loss sometime this year, last year, and, not, and coming back from it. You, you were in a better place now than you were before. 
So it's now is not the time to have a one and done mentality. Jesus did the one and done so that we can do the one and the one and the one and the one and the one. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you found this message. If this message blessed you, be a blessing to someone else and share it. Connect with Pastor Johnny on Instagram and Twitter, and be sure to like Faith UMC Dickinson on Facebook. 